Hi, I'm Kaylee, and welcome back to my show, Fire Me, I'm Conservative. First and foremost, Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent on all charges. Thank the gods from above because I was so worried for this poor boy. I mean, if you watch the video, watch the trial, you know he's innocent. Um, it was very clearly self-defense, but I was worried because of all the threats against the judge and the jury that they were going to say he was guilty just because they didn't want to deal with the left and the riots and the looting and the threats. The left, they don't care if somebody's innocent. They just want to destroy Portland, Oregon. I mean, they don't care. And I was very worried about that. Um, as Padre Pascal says, the Disney actor, neither were murdered. Both were aggressors in this situation who happened to have a long history of violence, including child rape. Pick better heroes. That's a great message to the left. Pick better heroes. You want to have criminal heroes. Every single person that they try to put on a pedestal is a criminal. A child rapist, a woman beater, a drug dealer. You name it. That's who they choose. They don't choose good citizens. Just like George Floyd. The left always picks criminals to idolize. It's sick. They're idolizing these men that were killed in self-defense. One which was indicted on 11 counts of raping children ages 5 to 11. It's disgusting who they choose. And it needs to change. Probably won't. But that's just my two cents. Anyways, I think this entire trial was totally blown up and put on, on blast in the media to distract from something. Because what started as this was ending? Ghislaine Maxwell's trial, to be exact. The only alive and charged accomplice of Jeffrey Epstein. The only person who knows what really went on with him. And how this attributed to a global human sex trafficking ring. And what did we get when she entered court? Did we get a live stream trial? Did we get it blown up all over the media? Nope. We saw a sketch of her in court. A sketch. A freaking sketch. For anyone who doesn't know, Jeffrey Epstein um, likely would have been convicted of multiple sex trafficking crimes. Um, but he killed himself in a New York prison August of 2019. And this had to do with a lot of prominent people, including Prince Andrew and a lot of other people. Bill Gates, I mean, there, there's so many of them. Um, in 2016 was one of Ghislaine Maxwell's first legal appearances, and she made threats and banged on a table. So I'm betting that this is going to be a pretty good trial. But we're not going to see it. So we just saw the entire Kyle Rittenhouse trial put on blast. Every second, every face, every hand gesture, every everything that everyone did, including the judge, was put on blast. And for this case, Ghislaine Maxwell, a very high-profile case that we all want to know about, right? We're not going to see it. It's probably going to criminalize a lot of people. A lot of high up people with a lot of money. And they don't want us to see that. And the reason that we're not going to see this is because her trial is in a U.S. district court for Southern District of New York. Which is the federal court system. And apparently no cameras or live stream are allowed in a federal court system. So it was allowed in a 17 year old boy's trial but not in the federal court system. Interesting. However, 
The U.S. court government website says a judge may authorize broadcasting, televising, recording, or taking photographs in the courtroom and in adjacent areas during investigative naturalization or other ceremonial proceedings. And it continues on um, a lot of words that we don't really care about. And then it says this is permitted only for the presentation of evidence for the perpetuation of the record of the proceedings, among other things. So it does seem to me that a judge could authorize, if they wanted to, for this to be broadcast and televised or recorded, and we could read the recording, something like that. But I don't think it's going to be. They want to keep this hush-hush. We all know this. We're not going to hear that much about it. But I promise you, I will find out as much information as possible. Everyone just stay tuned. So I know that people are really sick of covid and the vaccine, and hearing about it, and hearing about all the issues. But I can't stop, and I won't stop talking about it. Until we find out the true information about everything. Till we're at the bottom of this. So, the FDA produced on the first 91 pages of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine documents. And these documents show that after two and a half months... Of vaccine use, there were 25,957 reports of nervous system disorders. Huh. This is the first that we've heard of this, and they didn't want to publish this and have it be common knowledge to us. Pfizer, the company that is coming up with all of these vaccines, doesn't even have to submit their studies analyzing myocarditis, pericarditis, or the risk risk to long-term infant development in pregnant women until 2025 and 2027. They don't have to even submit their studies for multiple more years, even though this vaccine is already being distributed and given to millions and millions and millions. So, we already know that. But then, furthermore, the FDA goes to a federal judge and asks this judge to grant them until 2076 to release Pfizer data supporting the licensing of this vaccine. The FDA approved Pfizer. They approved this vaccine. And now they're saying we don't want to give the data until 2076, 55 more years from now. That's freaking sketchy if you ask me. All of this doesn't add up, and it just makes me question everything. So I was talking to my dad, and I was just joking, like, if I were to have to get this vaccine for whatever reason, and I had a negative effect, I was just joking. I said, you better sue the heck out of these companies. You sue the heck out of anybody. If anything happens to me, I said, you promise me I won't get the vaccine. But I said that, just joking. But then I did a little research. And I thought it was very interesting that um, nobody is held accountable if you have any adverse reactions or anything terrible happen from the vaccine. So they are forcing this. They are forcing you to get a vaccine and able to work. But nobody's held accountable if something happens to you. Under the PrEP Act, which is Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, Pfizer and Moderna have immunity from liability if anything goes wrong. If you have serious side effects, there's no one to blame. You can't sue the FDA, you can't sue Pfizer, you can't sue Moderna, you can't sue anybody for authorizing emergency use vaccination. Nobody is held accountable. They have legal immunity. 
Even your workplace has legal immunity. Isn't that wild? And you know what? The quickest vaccine that was ever developed took four years. And that was for the mumps. It was 1967. Four years. And this took a few months. The whole thing is really sketchy to me. Now, I did some more digging. And this is going to surprise and scare the heck out of people. If anybody remembers where COVID-19 was originally from, it was from Wuhan. A lab in Wuhan, right? Or we'll never have true proof of that, but we know. So, guess what? Pfizer has a large facility in Wuhan, China. It was founded in 2010. And it doesn't even go by that name. It's said to be located in Bio Lake, which is key for Wuhan. Hmm, interesting. They got three and a half billion revenue in the first three months of the year from this vaccine. Wow, isn't that a coincidence that they have a lab where the virus was originally from? Very interesting. And you don't know what else? Several top biopharmaceutical companies are located in Wuhan. Several. I believe it's five or eight. I can't remember exactly. That is a, a very sketchy coincidence if you ask me. And I know people are tired of hearing about the conspiracy theories. But connect the dots. Some of this just doesn't add up. And furthermore, I believe we should have the option to choose if we want to be vaccinated because long-term effects aren't seen, are not seen for a long time. There's a reason they're called long-term effects. And we've seen this multiple times throughout history. Ranitidine uh, was on the market for 36 years before it was recalled for carcinogenic effects. Darvacet, an opiate pain reliever, was on the market for 55 years before it was shown to have heart toxicity and recalled. So that's just some information I have for you guys today. Do with it what you will. I'll be back for more. I promise you, I will not stop giving you the truth. Have a good day.